Welcome to the Living a Nordic Life podcast, where we explore a simpler, cozier and more intentional life the Nordic way. I'm Fiona McKinna, your Nordic Living Guide and founder of Living a Nordic Life, where I share all things Nordic living and show you that a Nordic life is the way to bring intentional calm and healthy habits into your own life, wherever you are in the world. Are you looking for ways to bring simplicity, coziness and calm into your life? Well, let me show you how. Visit the Living a Nordic Life website to explore how I can help you on your journey to simple, healthy and happy calm, the Nordic way. You can subscribe to the podcast right here. And if you want regular inspirational emails sent with love from Norway and straight to your inbox, don't forget to subscribe to the Living a Nordic Life newsletters. And so now let's dive into our episode. Hello and welcome to this episode and I want to talk to you today about some Nordic habits, specifically 10 Nordic habits that can really do us some good. So the Nordic countries are often being hailed as this shining example of how to live and there are some great Nordic habits that people have here that we can all learn from and lots that we can adopt as part of our own lifestyle. It doesn't matter where you are in the world. We can all have a little bit of Nordic living in our daily lives. And certainly, if I ever leave Norway, these are 10 habits that I'll take with me wherever I go. When I first moved to Norway uh, years ago, I really didn't know anything about these Nordic habits that people had. But I did notice that people had a lot of um, healthy ways of living. And so I started paying attention and taking notes. And let me tell you now about these 10 Nordic habits that I've noticed and are embraced by nearly everyone here in Norway. The first one, and one that's really contentious, is take off your shoes inside. There's usually two camps whenever I discuss this. Always starts some kind of debate. There are people who really agree with this and those who completely disagree. Most of the people who agree, I have to say, are Europeans and most definitely Scandinavians. And a lot of the people who disagree tend to be Americans. But perish the thought that anyone in Scandinavia would come inside in their outdoor shoes. Goodness, it's not even worth talking about. Most homes here have an area for you to leave your shoes. It might be by the door, a porch or a mudroom that kind of, you know, absorbs most of the wet so it doesn't come into the house. And it's a place for you to leave your shoes and usually somewhere for you to sit and take them off. And with so much snow and wet, because we get an awful lot of wet weather in the spring with the snow melt and in the autumn with a lot of rain before it starts snowing. And then, of course, the snow itself, because it is water after all. When it melts, gosh, it's a mess. And the house would be this horrible, soggy mess in no time if we didn't take off our shoes. But taking off your shoes inside doesn't stop at your home. Schools also expect kids to remove their shoes inside and put on indoor shoes. And even my dentist gives you slippers to put on whilst you're there. You go into their waiting room, you leave your outdoor shoes there and you're given a pair of slippers or you go in in your socks. And everything's spotlessly clean. 
It means that there's no dirt and grime brought in from outside and certainly no wet. And it also gives you that feeling of comfort. It's a little bit more cosy, isn't it, to take your shoes off and be in your socks? Or something fluffy. You don't have to be in the socks that you were wearing. You could put something on over the top. But it just changes the way you see being inside. My next point is worry less about the calories, especially when you're celebrating. And I love this one. Norwegians love to celebrate with cakes and desserts for every event. And this is certainly not the time to be counting the calories. We don't want to spoil something, do we? We don't want to spoil just a couple of hours of an event, of celebrating a birthday or a special day like Christmas or Easter by worrying about, ooh, I can't have another slice of that cake. After all, it's only once in a while. So why spoil it by feeling guilty? And if you're really adopting the Nordic lifestyle, Tomorrow, you're going to be getting outside into nature, getting some fresh air, moving around, and those calories aren't really going to matter. In fact, if it's cold weather, you're probably going to need them. That takes me nicely onto the next point, which is get outside every day. Yes, the famous freeluftslift that everyone is talking about and has been talking about for a long time. Freeluftslift is that Nordic idea of getting outside into nature as much as you can in as many different ways as you can as well. It doesn't have to be a hike. It could be just a few minutes outside with the open sky and a deep breath of fresh air. It clears your head and lifts your mood in a way that watching TV or sitting inside simply can't and won't. We need nature. We need to get out and move a little bit. It's really good for our mental and physical well-being. And again, moving on to the next point, really smoothly, realising that nature improves your mood. Now, I kind of had an idea of this when I lived in England. Yes, nature does improve your mood. But it was something that you feel rather than is a solid concept. And here in, in the Nordics, not just in Scandinavia, but in the Nordics, it's something that everybody really understands. Whether it's your mind or your body that needs a lift, the first place most Scandinavians go to is the great outdoors. Kids are taught from really young that being outside in fresh air is a great mood booster. But it also benefits our bodies. You don't need to be part of a running club. It can if you want to. Or mountaineering up the nearest hill. Again, can if you want to. But you can simply step outside your door and enjoy the natural world. Go for a walk in the park. Take the dog out. Do a little bit of gardening. Or just go for a wander somewhere. But you only have to step outside for a few minutes to realise that, you know, worries are not quite so important and nature will really help you to improve your mood. My next one is a fun one, actually, and a very Nordic concept. It might not be something that you have ever heard of. And before I moved to Norway, I certainly hadn't either. Save candy for a Saturday. It's something called Lerdagskurs, Saturday coziness. And it's most definitely a thing here. And it has been for a long time. Sweets and candy are saved to enjoy on a Saturday. Even the shops reduce the price of their candy pick and mix on Saturdays when they know that they will get the most sales. Not only does it do your body some good, 
but you have this special treat to enjoy and to look forward to on a particular day of the week. Now, this is not something that's been going on for generations and generations. It started maybe in the 90s when um, a sugar tax was um, uh, brought in to Norway. And people really decided that they were going to embrace this. So it's two generations, perhaps two and a half generations. But it's something that is obviously going to carry on. And it's a brilliant idea. My next point is treat yourself on a Wednesday. It's funny, isn't it? How weird is that? And there's a culture in Norway of this mysterious thing called Lilla Lerdag. I could never figure out what it was for at least the first couple of years of knowing my partner. I had no idea what he was talking about, Little Saturday. And that's what it means, Little Saturday. But it's basically giving yourself a pass to treat yourself midweek. You got this far, you're halfway through the week, and the weekend is just a few days away, so you need a bit of a boost to ramp up the week and congratulate yourself for getting to Wednesday. It's often Lilla Lerdog is celebrated with something, some favourite treat. Could be a cake, a favourite meal. Maybe it's a film or doing some kind of special activity. But it's something just to take that break in the halfway point of the week. And it's a great habit to get into. People will probably wonder what on earth you're talking about. Lilla Lur Dog? What on earth is this? But it's fun. My next point is start the day early. Working life in Norway tends to start fairly early. In fact, most of the Nordic countries and Germany as well. By about 7.30am, the roads are really buzzing and people are either on their way to work or already at work. Of course, the working day does end a bit earlier than many other European countries, but getting started early is something that most people in the Nordics like to do. And it's great for whatever season. You know, in the winter, we want to make the most of as much daylight as we possibly can, so you want to be up early. And in the summer, the daylight wakes you up because it's pretty much... Full daylight by about 4am at the absolute latest. <laughs> Keep some meals simple. Now, it's been said that the Norwegian lunchbox or matpaka is the world's most boring lunch. Yes, I'm sorry to tell you that. It's generally a few slices of bread with something on it, like pate or a slice of brown cheese, brunost, which is very popular here. And this is true for adults and kids alike. Um, schools don't provide lunches. It is only ever a cold packed lunch. And yes, it can be a bit boring. But it's also one less thing to think about in the middle of the week when you're concentrating on work and keeping the family moving towards the weekend. So to keep some meals simple, maybe simple and traditional, and not too elaborate, is fine. It's a habit that everybody has here and it's great. Something else to, something less to think about, I should say. Work to live and don't live to work. That's a tricky one, isn't it? And how many times has that been said? But most of the Nordic countries take that mantra very seriously. Family and friends are important and come before work. That doesn't mean to say that work shouldn't be of importance, absolutely not. But when you need emotional support, or you're feeling a bit down, then your job isn't going to be able to offer help, is it? And it's not going to be able to give you advice like family and friends can. 
enjoying the different seasons. Scandinavians are really good at enjoying the winter months. In fact, some people even stop preparing for winter in the spring. Yes, as soon as the snow melts. In fact, even before the snow melts. And you start to see people on cross-country skiers. But cross-country skiers practicing on their grass skis, and these are really strange contraption that you've got to, you've got to see to believe. It uh, looks like a ski, but it has a wheel at either end. And it means they can go anywhere. They can't go on snow, obviously, but they can practice anywhere. So they keep that muscle memory going and training in the same way that you would if you were, across, if you were doing cross-country skiing. But it's often done either on grass or on the road, so it can be a teeny little bit dangerous. But they're ready then for when the snows arrive again. But because of our long winters, everybody is also anticipating the start of spring. They're out looking for the first spring flowers, enjoying the first rays of sun, making sure that they're getting plenty of vitamin D. As soon as um, the sun is out and the weather is okay, people start grilling. And I think it's those harsh winters that help us appreciate the beautiful weather, the beautiful summer, and maybe the short summer as well, because it's not very long. We usually have about easily six months of winter. It goes on a bit longer than you expect it to. But that helps us to enjoy the warmer seasons more. So how many of these habits do you already have? I wonder. Maybe there are some that you don't have. And I hope that this offers you some kind of Nordic inspiration. Perhaps there are some Nordic habits that you already have, but you didn't know you had, or you didn't know that there was a name for them. But I'd love to hear about them. So if you do have any of these habits, or maybe there are some others that you, that you know that you have adopted yourself, do drop me a line and let me know. Or come and join my Facebook group and let's have a chat about it. So I look forward to seeing you in the next podcast. And we're going to talk about more Nordic habits. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the Living a Nordic Life newsletters so you can get an email when I release a new episode. It's a quick and easy way to keep up with all things Nordic living. Please visit livinganordiclife.com. You can listen to Living a Nordic Life on lots of podcast apps, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and plenty of others. If you've enjoyed the Living a Nordic Life podcast, why not leave me a rating? So that's the end of Living a Nordic Life for today, and I look forward to seeing you next time.